Hello and you're very welcome to this podcast. If you're one of the few people that's staying in tonight, then fair play to you. You know what? It's the first few pints that are always the best. The first three or four pints. And then the fourth one, for me, it's where the change happens. It's kind of like, oh, I'm getting a bit lively now. And you're getting through the fourth one. And there's a slight slump for me after the fourth one. And then onto the fifth one and I'm like, oh, not too bad now. You start picking up again. And then the fifth and sixth one and the seventh pint go really fast. So before you know it, it's like half 11, 12. You're already about seven pints in. And you're starting to slur your words. You're kind of like, where, uh, work with, did a bit, you can't say anything. And you're fucked. And then you're in no man's land because the Irish goodbye with my friends especially, there's no way to do it because they know when you're leaving. They don't even let you go to the Jackson you're on. So you have to just keep your head above water and drink very slowly. But then sometimes you forget and then you're drinking very quickly and you're like, fuck it, I was meant to be drinking slowly. And then you're fucked again and then you're you're worse again. And then you're, you're looking at your watch and you're like, oh no, it's only half one. I've got another two hours of standing to do. What am I going to do? And then you think to yourself, I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. Give us a vodka and Red Bull there, will you? And you open the bar then, drinking vodka and Red Bull, thinking it's a great idea. And at the time it probably is, because all the sugar, all the sugar in the old Red Bull gets you going. And um, the vodka also helps, you know. I mean, the Russians drink it. And them lads are never cold. And they're tough. So that's the news anyways. Um... I don't really know where I was going with that, but I, I decided I'm going to stay in tonight. And I've also decided another thing. Every Saturday I'm going to do a podcast. Before I go out, or else if I don't go out, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm, I'm going to call it, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Any suggestions, email me. And I look at them and I'm like, if, if it's a really good idea, I'll take it and use it as my own. And if it's a shit idea, I won't even bother responding. Now, can't say any fairer than that. I was going to talk about Tinder actually in today's podcast. Don't really know why. I just kind of thought about the. I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, it's a woman, by the way. And she was telling me that she's on. She was. She was on Tinder. She met some fella, blah blah blah, and she was sort of trying to figure out why it didn't work out. But then I kind of had this sort of uh, moment of realization where I thought Tinder only survives. Because people are single. So they don't want people to start going out together, do they? Because if, if Tinder fulfilled its promise of getting people together, getting couples together, people into relationships, then the fucking app wouldn't work, you know? And then they'd get less money off off the, the advertisement boys. That's the Lewis, by the way, going by my house. Sorry with the noise. So then Tinder would get less money off advertising boys. And t- Tinder's a business, so they want as much money as they can. So they want as many people on Tinder. Do you know what I mean? So Tinder doesn't work. So I, I'm i more of a fan of the traditional ways of uh, going to the pub, getting fucked, and then talking to someone at four in the morning going, can I kiss you, can I? And then hopefully she's somewhat on the same, same wavelength as you, and she's like, yeah, sound job. And then you end up shifting outside Supermax, pants around the ankles. You have a chicken drumstick in the left hand, and you have the ass cheek in the other hand. And she's at the same crack, you know? So it's not sexist, in case you're trying to fucking pull me up on that one. Right? Ah, <sighs> God. I don't know what I'm on about here. But, um, 
I was just uh, on on Fa- Google there, and I typed in Tinder facts, and I'm going to read you out a couple of uh, interesting facts about the whole world of uh, of Tinder. I've u- I usually in the past now, so I did, and it was the same old shite all the time. Like, uh, you know, you, oh, you got a match, and you'd get a small bit of an ego boost, and then you'd be like, "Cool, I'm going to write to this one now." You you don't even remember what you look like, so you start writing. You're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then, like, about two hours later, doing all right now? And you're like, all right, what do we do now? What do you work at yourself? Like, I mean, imagine a conversation in the street talking to somebody like that. You were stood there looking at the other person for 10 hours and you only talked every hour. There's, there's no there's no flow. There's no flow to it. You know what I mean? You need the flow. You need to be in the pub after four pints and someone walks in and for some reason you're feeling the charm. You're feeling the confidence. You had a great week and you're just like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. And you go up chatting to herself or himself. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what sexual orientation you are. And you go up to them and you just start chatting away. And then it works. It just works. Everything clicks into place. And before you know it, it's three in the morning and you're getting the willy pulled off yourself in some random bathroom in rat mines upstairs. And then you get run out of the house and you're like, fuck. Where did that all that? Where did all that, where did all that go wrong? <sighs> I fucked up the last bit of that. Sorry, guys. Um, but uh, you know, people use Tinder around the world, anyways. And I don't know. I don't know what to say to you about it anymore. Really, I don't know. I don't really know many people that have made long-lasting relationships out of Tinder. To be honest, I know one person. Actually, no. Sorry, I know two people who met their their partners who they're now married to. On Tinder, which is kind of nice. You know, it's nice to see that it works. But see, that's kind of the same thing as like knowing a lad that won 500 quid in a scratch card. You know, most of the time you win two quid. And you know, who wants to be fucking winning two quid when you're spending two quid in the bloody card anyways? Which is actually something that really bugs me. Why do they sell two year scratch cards with it? Like, and then you scratch off the numbers and you win two quid. That's just, what's the point of that? You know, at least put a 250 or 210 even, just, you know, just so you feel like you've won something. But it's like, I don't know. But yeah, if you, if you have any questions about Tinder, that stuff you you want to know about or you're interested in talking about, then then please do send me an old, uh, send me an old email there, owncolly at gmail.com. And I'd love to talk with you about Tinder and, and see how people are getting on with it. But you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I was on, as I said before, I was on Tinder there a good few, uh, maybe two years ago I was on it. But um, I remember I was talking to this one from Malaysia. <clears throat> and um, just the normal kind of chat, you know, how's your day going? And then she'd write back to me an hour later going, good, yeah, yourself. And I was just, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, is this the way things are going? I said, I'm going to be at home pulling the wire myself for the rest of my life if this is the way things are going because... I don't know. It scared me and it worried me, man. But anyways, we got chatting a bit more anyways, and this conversation started flowing a bit more. So then, you know, I said, would you want to meet up? She goes, yeah, definitely. And I thought, this is nice. Going to have a nice little meet up there in town, maybe a couple of pints, start shifting at the bar. And then before you know it, the two of us will be in a taxi home eating a kebab, going back to watch uh, Tipping Point at the house. But anyways, she said to me... Um, would you mind if I brought the family with me? I thought she was joking. I said, oh yeah, bring them away. She goes, oh cool, it's my father, 
sorry, no, it's my mother, my father, and I think it was like her grandmother or auntie. So then she sent me a picture of them, and I was like, this one has taken the piss altogether. I was like, I'm not paying for fucking six pints every time I go up to the bar. And uh, she was deadly serious. Then I, say, I said to her, I'm not meeting, I said, I, what are you talking about? I'm not meeting you and your family in the first date. You know, maybe by day 10 or 11, I might, you know, wave at them, but I'm not going to meet them all on the first date. So that went tits up, didn't bother meeting her in the finish. You know yourself, the, that was the reason why. But um, I suppose these things happen. I'm sure there's plenty out there have that have weird uh, tender, tender love stories. I'm trying to think, did I meet anyone else? Not that I can think of, just lots of chatting and then nothing ever coming of it. Because, you know, if you... If you meet someone in the street or in the pub or at work or wherever, at least at least you can have a conversation with them, or if, especially if you're in your job, you know. I think that's probably the best way because you can get to know them and have a conversation with them and then you can they can see the real side of you and you can see the real side of them. The problem with dating in in the pub is because is that you go into the pub, you've got about 6 hours. Right, so there's 6 hours there, 6 nice hours to chat to somebody. So for the first few hours, you're probably more than likely with your mates drinking pints at the bar, not even considering talking to anyone inside your group. And then for the last few hours then, you're just too steamed to talk to anyone. So, I mean, you're sort of cutting out all your chances altogether. So I, I think during the daytime, I don't know, it seems to be the best time to get chatting to people. But uh, just looking at the old Tinder stats here. Uh, how to find out your ELO score. Don't even know what that means. An ELO score. Let me see what that is. Um, as a user, a new user to Tinder, your ELO score, your internal attractiveness score, used by the Tinder algorithm to decide who sees your profile, starts out high. This is why your brand new profile is shown to a lot of people at first. Okay, so they're trying to hook you in. I get you. Be like Zuckerberg. How to find out your ELO score. Unfortunately, the one and only way to gauge your own ELO score is to look at the quality of profiles in your swiping deck. Don't know what that means now. How to improve your ELS, ELO score. The good news is your ELO score can change and it really just comes down to using better pictures on Tinder. I don't know. That sounds very overly simplistic, I know, but it's true 99.9% of the time. Why can't people just be themselves Tinder? You know? Let's see, how many Tinder users? There's 50 million people on Tinder looking for the hop. So, fair play to them. How many Tinder users daily? 10 million people. Fucking me. I suppose you know what? And I'm a, well, I'm in character now, by the way. I'm a devil for pulling me wire, says the character. And what I mean by that is that Tinder is better than pulling your wire, basically. You know? And that's, that's the scourge of humanity now. And especially men. I don't know, do women do it so all too often or, you know, what their game is? I'd love to actually know more about that. But I know for a fact that any man that I've met in the last 10 years wanks too much, you know? There's no lad that's sort of not hitting the quota. Every lad is is going too far. You know, and that's thanks to smartphones and laptops where they're constantly on and you see you, you go on facebook right <clears throat> you go on facebook and you um you're just scrolling down you're kind of bored and then you might see someone on holiday and then at the back of the picture you're like oh there's someone there in a bikini you know because we're we're becoming over sexualized 
J-Lo, Nicki Minaj, uh, the blonde one from Australia with the the big arse that raps like she's black, you know? Um, they've all got, they all sing about fat arses and all this other stuff and they just, you know, I wouldn't mind if they sing about a cup of tea or going for a walk, but, I, and I used to love J-Lo and I'm sure when she hears this she'll, she'll be she'll be let down by me but the whole thing is nuts altogether you know but um, let, let me see that what's J-Lo I'm going to type in J-Lo song title she did some really weird song title the other day it was um, Booty one of them is called Booty you know Pappy was another one Ain't Your Mama that's a funny name for one let's get loud I mean <clears throat> the thing about all these songs, they're always insinuating stuff, but they're too scared to actually say it, you know? They're talking about sex. Um, and more and more and more. It could be like a nice romantic song. Uh, who else? Let me let me see what Nicki Minaj song titles are called, just so we can figure this out. Nicki Minaj, Bang Bang is one of her songs. The last one's called Bang Bang. Anaconda, you can only imagine what she's on about there. Bade is another one. Super bass, super bass, whatever. Uh, let me see. Truffle butter. Don't know what that means, man. Feeling myself high school. Pills and potions. Uh, rich sex. Pound the alarm. The night is still young. Stupid hoe. Monster. Poke it out. Uh, regret in your tears. Itty bitty piggy. Did it on him. Hmm. Okay, that's a bit weird. I don't know. It's just a lot of uh, a lot of shite names for songs. Iggy Azalea is the other one I couldn't think of. The Australian one, Cream. That's her. Her last song is called Cream. Now we all know what she's on about there. She's on about feckin' schmunk. Uh, what else has she got here? Pretty girls. That's all right. I like that name. Change your life. More bounce. Go hard or go home. What is she on about? Tour de France or Shiana about shagging? Another one called Bounce. Beg for it. Imagine begging for it. Please can I get the ride off you. Pussy was another one you got there. Um let's see. New bitch. We in this bitch. Fuck love is another one. Um what else she got here? Boom boom. One eight hundred bone. I mean the thing is. They think they're so cool with all these songs where they're like shaking their ass and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, they're just talking about shagging, you know? I'm sure we all came from a shag. You know you know who else I cannot figure out? DJ Khalid. What does he do? Does anyone know what he does? I actually went through a, uh, some, some, I think it was yesterday, the day before. I watched all of his songs. And all he keeps saying is, DJ Khalid. He just keeps saying his own name. I think he's actually ill. Because he just throws a few shapes in the background and uh, he doesn't do any singing at all. And I've never seen him DJing, so here's the names of his songs. I'm the one, Wild Thoughts, uh, All I Do Is Win, Top Off. Do you know what's also funny? I, I noticed about the likes of DJ Kelly or Fat Joe or uh, Rick Ross, whatever you call him. They're all fat fuckers, but they're kind of looked upon as sex symbols because they're hard dudes, even though they're very fat, so... If I ever get really fat, I'm going to get a load of tattoos and just start throwing shapes all over the place. Um, but uh, what else has he got here? 
I want to be with you is a song of his, even though I think he's married. So he doesn't mean that. Um, Holy Key, I Love You So Much is one of his songs. I Wish You Would is another one. How many times? Just absolutely bollocks. Bollocks names to songs. So, anyways, I'm going to cut this interview now because I think I've wasted enough of your time. Thank you very much for tuning in. And um, I'll see you next Saturday for the next podcast. Take care.